This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with this week's Parenting Podcast. I want to talk about some clear anger solutions for your kids. Um, So our families need solutions for anger. First of all, let's clarify, anger is not wrong. Anger is normal. Anger is expected in the face of injustice, whether it be in response to being stolen from, being bullied, or your sibling kicking the other sibling. Um, So anger is a normal emotion, uh, and expressing it is appropriate. It's what you do with your anger that often causes problems among sibling relationships and relationships between children and their parents. And uh, the most important thing is what parents can do uh, to manage their own anger from their internalized messages and their family of origin issues. But I'm not going to discuss that right here in this podcast. I want to talk about anger solutions for your kids. So clear laser beam solutions. I want to go over some strategies parents can use when dealing with anger in your kids. So first of all, parents can sit with your children and teach them about anger scaling. On a scale of 0 to 10, 0 is completely calm and relaxed. 10 is a complete rage. Right, That's when when the kid is screaming, throwing things, breaking things, slamming things. Right, seven or eight. So think about that scale on a scale of zero to ten, and then seven or eight. That's a high level of anxiety. You might call a four, a five, or six as anger that may need an immediate timeout. Um, and and it's not that you are going to implement that timeout. It's that you want to help your child say, "Look, I need a timeout." It's during this key anger sensitivity window where strategies are needed before the volcano erupts and we pass that point of no return. Remember Back to the Future 3? The point of no return, remember Marty McFly and Dr. Emmett Brown? They had a fail-safe point along Carson Spur in 1885. So up to this spot, right? Who who doesn't like Back to the Future? Um, but in the third movie, you know, there was a windmill that stood. There was still time to stop the locomotive Um, which was pushing the DeLorean time machine along the railroad tracks before it went off the edge of the ravine. But once they pass this point, it's the future or bust, right, as Doc Brown said. So our kids, they also have this emotional point of no return. And we want to get to know those points of return, of no return. And if you really pay attention to your kids who have anger issues, uh, and some of them particularly boys, they may have this anger barometer. It's that sensitive point, that fail-safe point, that emotional point of no return. Um, So we want to recognize that point, and that might be the 7 or 8 level of anger where it's just going to keep going higher and higher. Um, So in this anger sensitivity window, that's where they need to apply strategies to prevent the volcano eruption. Um, So anger scaling is one strategy. Um, I want to also talk about categorizing, right? Here's an example. A sibling, Lisa, pushes her sibling, John, and he becomes irate. But because he's learned not to aggress, he withdraws to his room, and then he comes out when there's time to talk about it. But John is irate over Lisa's push, 
and complains that she has never, she never, you never give me consequences or you never give her consequences for her aggression, John complains. Um, but the issue here is Lisa pushing. Why is she pushing? So I got it. So um, in this example, I got a chance to talk with John about his sister. And we identify categories of aggression. This is really important. This is really helpful for John and Lisa's parents to discuss categories of aggression. So in this example, Lisa was, we talked about her push. You know, let's categorize it, right? Was it a playful push? Uh, and sometimes Lisa's push to, to catch up with John is playful. Uh, but, but it just gets John going. So, so, so the playful push sometimes doesn't work. Um, so John said, no, it's not playful. Right? Was her push angry? Was she angry? Uh, and John thought she was, but why was she angry? Uh, third, uh, and sometimes Lisa will get annoyed or frustrated, and sometimes it can be out of a selfish category, you know, Lisa gets mad like someone's using her iPad. She says, that's my iPad. She grabs the iPad and pushes her brother. Um, and, and then fourth, did the push come out of anxiety? What I learned about Lisa is that she's a sugar lover. And when it comes to Kenya cookies, uh, she will get greedy. And if there's one cookie left or one last piece of candy, I've actually talked with four kids in the last week and a half who have this issue, uh, she will push for that candy. She will push for that last cookie. So, And, and what's underneath it is anxiety that I'm not going to get that uh, sugar. So, so here we're talking about we're identifying categories of aggression for Lisa. Was it a playful push? Did it come out of anger and why? Was she annoyed and frustrated? Was there selfish peace? You know, look, that's my iPad. Or was it an anxious push? Did the push come out of anxiety quickly? I got to get don't I got to get that last piece of candy. So um, sometimes categorizing aggression can be helpful. And so I actually talked with Lisa and John together, um, along with their parents. And so first I asked John his view of Lisa's push. Then I asked Lisa what she thought was behind the push. This kind of intervention can be helpful in perspective taking. So it's important for John to understand Lisa's point of view and to say it back to her, to restate. So if you want to develop your kid's perspective taking skills, have them restate their sibling's point of view and then have the other sibling restate their sibling's point of view. So John state restate what Lisa's what was behind Lisa's push. Even if he disagreed, and of course he disagreed, um, not necessarily of course, but which is often the case among siblings, he had a different viewpoint. But he had to restate Lisa's point of view. And then Lisa had to state and restate John's point of view in the category behind the aggression. And so asking Lisa what she thought was behind the push. And you may not get siblings to agree but agree to disagree is a, a fine compromise, um, but the goal was understanding. And so this is a second strategy um, in terms of finding a, a little bit later um, but helpful in the anger management.
Then there's um, when we're teaching how to behave differently. And so with Lisa by herself, visualizations and role plays. What we want to do with visualizations and role plays is to identify an uncomfortable situation. Um, and how did your child uh, respond in that situation? And you can use visualizations and role plays. And so in this case, I knew Lisa uh, can get a bit frustrated when she feels like something's being taken from her. Whether it's coming out of, and in another situation, uh, selfishness or greed may, may come into play. So I asked her to visualize situation, and she was able to visualize a sibling eating her last piece of candy and visualize being very annoyed. Now seeing her walk away as opposed to um, fighting it out. And then in a second visualization, a sibling is eating my piece of French toast. So, uh, And then you do the role play. And how would you act in that future situation? I know a lot of parents use uh, the role play or use that question at a cognitive level. Um, but I want to incorporate a visualization and then seeing yourself in a role play uh, and you identify distressing situations and then you incorporate the um, the talk, you know, what would you do in that situation? Um, so I wanted to give some anger solutions. And so using anger scaling, identifying an anger sensitivity window, again, that's the fail-safe point. That's the, uh, remember quote, Doc, remember Doc Brown, his quote, it's the future or bust. That's your uh, emotional point of no return. And then having strategies as they exceed that point. But discussing scaling on a regular basis can be helpful. Then we talked about categories of aggression and what's behind uh, ha what's happening. And then the advantage of visualizations and role plays. This is Dr. Daniel Van Ingen with Laserbeam Anger Solutions for your kids.